Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Sam. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. So, much to talk about tonight, including some of the action from today's events outside or and inside the Keene District Court here in Keene, New Hampshire. As you know, if you've listened to the show before, uh, we're members of the Free State Project. We moved to New Hampshire uh, Mark and I, a few years back, uh, Sam, you moved this year uh, as part of the Free State Project to move as many liberty-loving activists all to the same geographic area as possible. And we all chose the Keene area for our destination. People are moving all across the country. But Keene's one of the hot spots. Uh, not to say there isn't other stuff going on around the state. It's my understanding a lot of uh, lot, there's a lot happening up in Concord kind of from a political perspective. Uh, but down here... I hear things about the seacoast, too. Yeah, I don't really hear much, but I know they did a polar rear plunge once. Some uh, stuff. Yeah, so I'm sure there's things happening, but it's like a whole world away, so I don't really know what's going on over on the other side of the state. But I can talk about the things that I experience here, and we experience a lot because there are a number of activists here. They are getting out there. They are doing things, and it's kind of more of a civil disobedience, uh, a bit of a civil disobedience tinge to the activism here in Keene, a lot of non-cooperation, market-based activism. Media is also being created here. And today, there was a lot going on. The uh, The initial reason the activists turned out this afternoon was because three people were being put on trial for disorderly conduct charges. Now, these were three of the what has been called the disorderly six. These are the gentlemen who were arrested after you were arrested, Sam. You were carted off and held. No, for... Sam's part of the disorderly six, is he not? He is no, not. I'm not. Okay. He's the seventh. Okay. Um. Uh, but Sam was arrested for having a video camera in the court lobby, carted off, screaming as he was uh, drug away because you went limp to uh, in order to not assist with your, your kidnapping. And uh, so you were screaming in the back room, and a number of the activists were still in the other room and obviously very concerned for your well-being. They decided they were going to go ahead and stay in the court lobby, at least to do their best to listen to what was going on. They weren't being allowed in to monitor uh, they wouldn't allow just one person in to monitor, which I thought was a fairly reasonable request. Uh, but they weren't allowing any of that. So the these folks stayed out in the uh, the lobby, and six people, those who stayed there after the the cops threatened them with uh, with arrest if they didn't leave, uh, they weren't being disruptive or anything like that. They were just standing there listening. Uh, they were arrested and charged with disorderly conduct. Now last week we found out that two of these six had their charges dropped. And then today, three of them were supposed to have trials. The sixth will be having his trial on Friday. And Sam, your trial is actually scheduled, I believe, for Friday afternoon. Correct. So today, uh, again, three trials were scheduled. We had been told that Kurt, who was recently also arrested for uh, disobeying an officer, I think, for not handing over driver's license information. So he was coming from, uh, going to come from jail. They had apparently tr- planned to postpone that. But he ended up showing up later. And interestingly enough, the jail van had gotten into a car wreck on the way down there, and so he was in a lot of pain. I think when when he arrived. Interestingly, they have uh, laws about people being put into um, you know putting on seatbelts in most states, but 
in just about every state, convicts ride without seatbelts. I've never heard of a convict using uh, being, you know, strapped in because they usually have cuffs on with leg with belts mm-hmm. and leg chains. I mean, they gotta, you know, they gotta make a big to do here. It gives the bureaucrats something to do to put these things on, um, and of course they can't put seatbelts on. They can't. They can't. Well, how would you put a seatbelt on a convict who's got his arms uh, your arms chained are... chained to his waist? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so there was a, a car wreck on the way down there, and I don't know if, if Kurt has gone to the hospital, but a lot of the activists were suggesting that he go down there and have himself checked out because they didn't take him. So could they be liable for the any damages that uh, ensued to his, his person? I, I don't know. Uh, I would hope that they would be liable for something like that, but I think he may have to go down to the hospital to get that ball rolling. There's a guy in Brattleboro not too far from here that, puts out the uh, prison uh, legal news letter where uh, inmates write in about their stories of how they have sued the state after they've been injured in jails or in prisons and uh, the successes and failures and so forth that they've had. So he might want to go talk to that guy. I'm planning on interviewing him as well. So there was that. Uh, but everything started with the trial of Nick Ryder, who is one of the bloggers over at freekeen.com. And... Uh, so Nick was – he began asking um, – I guess he wasn't asking questions at that point, but he had he'd started his trial, and during the very beginning of the trial, there was some noise that uh, started coming from outside. And Sam, what do you have to say about that? What was going on out there? Well, it, there was a little bit of a delay. I was uh, putting some protesters together, and I think it was actually when Rivera ended up taking the stand. It was in the middle of his testimony – that uh, I decided beforehand that I was going to do a free speech uh, protest out in Central Square, which is kind of a little ways across from the uh, courthouse there. And I used a uh, bullhorn and talked about the injustice that was going on right there at the courthouse. And I figure what better time to uh, do this kind of thing than when the tyranny is going on upstairs, uh, you know, right there outside of the uh, building. And I actually did it across in Central Square just to be not as disruptive, I guess, to the court process. Or there's a a restaurant there with people eating out on the sidewalk. They probably don't want to listen to my bullhorn from 10 feet away. So I was a good ways back and uh, just started talking about what was happening inside. So you didn't exactly know what was happening inside. You were talking generally about what were some of the talking points because it was hard to actually make it out. I was standing on the other side of the courtroom as far away from the windows as I could be. Yeah, so I started out by thanking the Keene Police Department, uh, well, letting the community know that uh, there, is a, um, there is a trial for some violent individual, violent criminals going on upstairs in mm-hmm. the, on the second floor, and that these criminals were uh, guilty of the crime of standing around peaceably on public property. and So basically you were letting the public know what was going on. Exactly. And I wanted to thank the Keene police because, you know, if they weren't there to arrest these people and threaten them with jail, then, you know, we might have people peaceably assembling all all the time on public (laughs) property and sitting on benches peacefully, and we can't have that. Right. So So inside the courtroom, this caused a bit of commotion as the uh, as Judge Burke, who has kind of been the the local judge that's been throwing peaceful activists in jail, it's always the same guy. 
uh, Judge Burke decided to call a recess uh, due to the they, first they tried closing the windows. There were three windows open. They claim that the air conditioning in the building is working, but that it just doesn't because it's an old building, uh, that it just doesn't flow through into certain rooms very well. But you can't tell there's AC running at all in that courtroom. Plus, you get about 40 activists that are heating the heating the place up. Uh, it was pretty hot in there, so they went over to close the windows. And then it, they, Burke tried to proceed with the trial at that point, even asking Nick if he uh, he could understand what the testimony was being said over the noise from outside. Nick said he could, but Burke uh, decided to throw the towel in uh, shortly after that, saying that he just couldn't you know couldn't operate the trial under these circumstances. And so he called a recess. And it was at that point that I walked back out to go downstairs, having no idea how long the recess was going to be happening. Somebody ended up texting me to let me know that it had started back, and I was expected to be called as a witness. So I went back up, and at that point I was sequestered with the other witness. So they'd let me in before, um, but then they decided to sequester me. And I asked the bailiff, well, how do you determine uh, when whether witnesses are sequestered or not? He said, it depends. I said, you know, that's a pretty honest answer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was sequestered. and It's pretty arbitrary. We just do whatever we want. Yeah. yeah. It's very At least funny. he was honest about it. Uh, so I went in, and I gave my testimony, and I guess Nick's, Nick, uh, again, disorderly conduct was the charge everybody was facing that day. From my understanding, they um, the judge took it under advisement. And it's. I, I also heard that Nick did a pretty in-depth job of defending himself. And the last time the judge took something under advisement was also, I think, in Nick's speeding ticket case, mm-hmm. where the judge came back with a not guilty, actually, afterwards. So we're thinking there's a good chance that he may be able to get off on this. The next guy that went in was found guilty. We'll tell you a little bit about that here in moments. 1-800-259-9231. How they could find one guy guilty and the other guy not, when they were both doing essentially the same thing, which is nothing, standing around a, a room, uh, we'll find very interesting. You can take control of the airwaves if you are there and you want to comment on what you observed. uh, You're welcome to. It's Free Talk Live. is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. That's 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian here with you. And Sam. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And by the way, those features include archives, so if you missed a moment of the show, just click and download. They're right there free at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. Are you frustrated with the lack of freedom where you live? Are you tired of the oppressive state intruding into your business and personal life? Well, if you knew that thousands of liberty-loving people were all moving to the same place and getting active, would you join them? You can. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org, and it's been a it's been a pretty big weekend for the Free State Project. They got a an AP news article published about the Porcupine Freedom Festival. This year's uh, Pork Fest happened about a month ago, so the AP story came out just this weekend finally about it, and it was a fairly positive article, though it did kind of focus on the you know the gun toting aspect of the some of the Free Staters. Certainly, it's not. one of the visible aspects of the Free State Project, especially Pork Pork Fest. You know, you go to Pork yeah. Fest, you see a lot of people with guns on their hips. 
that's the. I'm not the most, saying he it, it was right. a poor reporting job. I thought he was pretty fair about his reporting in that particular way. But at the same time, it definitely focused on that. It's whereas sizzled. Sam, you'd pointed out, well, I thought what Sam did was pretty sizzling. Uh, I mean, spending 58 days in a jail cell, you'd think would be something that a journalist would uh, would appreciate. But he only got one sentence. Uh, Sam only got one sentence in the article, whereas most of it was about people that were shooting guns at uh, you know the pork fest. But that's you know that's his prerogative. He wrote the article, and nonetheless, it did get syndicated to uh, a couple hundred news sources, I believe, around the country. Signups are uh, it, it it I think it generated something close to fifty. Fifty. That's not bad, and and I'm sure that that I mean those are just the initial wave, if you will. I'm I'm sure there are a lot more people that are really seriously considering signing up that have just encountered the Free State Project for the first time. So pretty great. Uh, and of course, a lot of Free Staters were out today here in Keene, New Hampshire. I would say a, a good 30, 40 people were out there today uh, in between indoors and outdoors. There were activists all over the place where three Free Staters were, and actually two Free Staters and a New Hampshire native were on trial for disorderly conduct. And the reason why they were charged with disorderly conduct is because they refused to leave a certain specified area, the court lobby, which is a public area. Uh, They refused to leave when demanded they leave by one of the police officers there. Now, the first guy that went to trial uh, was found... There was no finding made today. There was It was taken under advisement by the judge. So that means that the judge will write an order uh, later on and then mail it to this uh, this particular person. Now, this guy, Nick Ryder, has gotten... He's gotten out a uh, speeding ticket before, and in fact, we had another activist, John, who calls this show fairly often. Uh, he also beat a speeding ticket just the other day in, I think, at the, uh, one of the Grafton area courts, uh, where he also refused to pay. He told the judge he refused to pay the fine, that he would not do uh, community service, and the judge decided to, I guess, suspend a sentence or something like that. It's the most cost-effective way to handle somebody like that. Right, Uh, because otherwise you've got to pay. Otherwise the system has to pay to put that person in a jail cell, which is what they're going to do to David Cruz, who has uh, had a success in Judge Burke's courtroom in the past. It was for a driving while registration suspended or license suspended. Yeah, Yeah, no current registration, and he had that, I think, suspended or waived or something like that, and he'd done pretty well with that in the past. But today he was found guilty of disorderly conduct moments after the judge had decided to take Nick's case under advisement. So maybe it had something to do with the the way uh, David approached the trial versus the way Nick approached the trial. I'm not sure. I didn't see the entire thing for either one of them because of where I was uh, at the time. But uh, so so he's going to end up going to jail for six days. So for standing in the court lobby, it was a two hundred and fifty dollar fine or X amount of hours of community service. It's ten dollars an hour. So twenty five hours, I guess. And David Cruz said that he was not going to do the service and he's not going to pay the fine. So he has a week to think about it and then he's to report to jail on Monday morning. So it looks like the activists are going to be having a breakfast uh, cookout. Out in front of the jail. This is becoming a tradition. We've had so many activists locked up this year. Uh, Sam has been in this year. Andrew Carroll for the marijuana protest also went in. David Ridley, uh, Ridley, uh, Ridley, Ridley dot com, a videographer. He has been in jail. Kurt was in jail. So this will be the fifth person in 2009 uh, that has been in jail. And if you go back to 2008, uh, November, I would be uh, added into there as well. So they've spent over well over $6,000. They're probably going to be coming up on $7,000 here pretty soon on putting peaceful people who've never harmed another person in jail. And every time it happens, our 
crew of activists goes out there in front of the jail and basically throws a party. Uh, it's, you know, there's a going away party when the getting person goes in, and then there's a getting out party when the person gets out. So uh, th- I guess maybe they thought they could throw us off by doing an early morning thing uh, this time around. Uh, but and, and it may indeed reduce the amount of people attending, but I'm pretty sure there's some hardcore folks that are going to be out oh, there I'm having sure pancakes. Too. So it's a it's a good way to kind of send off the person, give them one last good meal before they uh, they <laughs> head into uh, Shea Westmoreland, the jail out here for in David's case, uh, almost an entire week. So that's what happened there. And Kurt ended up getting bailed out. Uh, he picked up a free stater lawyer, Adam Mackler, who's a former advertiser on this show. And I guess they worked out some sort of deal. I'm still not certain as to what all of the details were with that. But Kurt Hoffman, the freedom to travel activist, controversial freedom to travel activist, is out. And uh, and that's good news, too. So there was some good news today, including a major success that uh, Meg, who is somebody you were working closely with now, Sam, right. uh, managed to pull off. Can you fill us in on what she did? Uh, when Because what I didn't mention was... After Sam started the bullhorning during the first trial, Judge Burke called a recess. Then they started the trial again, but they took him into the star chamber, which is the same place they took me during my trial for the couch in the yard, this secret kind of tribunal room where the audience isn't allowed in. And heretofore, the cameras weren't. Yeah, so Meg has footage. I saw it uh, before I came over here where Burke decides, you know, we're going back in the back room, and he points and says, you can go, you can go, and points to Meg and says, you can't go. Mm. Now, she filed the motion to jump through their hoops and beg permission to bring the camera in. Like they demand that you do. And so she immediately moved her camera, set it up on the TV screen, and then went and found the bailiff and said, no, you need to show me the law. I filed a motion. Um if uh, if you're going to restrict my access, then the prosecutor needs to explain why, and I want that in writing now. <laughs> <laughs> so she kind of let him have it. That and was awesome. I wish I could have seen that. I wasn't in there. I was being sequestered at the time. It's mostly captured on on the oh, on her great. camera, the audio. You can sort of make it out. And um, then as she's going in, Ron, the same court security this officer. This is the violent guy. The guy who stepped on my foot, hit my hand, almost pulled me to the floor last time I was in there. The one who really loses his temper and, yeah. and just he, he gets out of control. He starts grabbing her microphone as she's walking back to the, the uh, secret star chamber room there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, she had just been given permission to go back there. He physically grabs her, her microphone, grabs her arm, starts yanking her around and saying, you can't go back there. And, you know, eventually he realizes somebody comes over and gets him and pulls him off again and says, uh, oh, no, no, it's okay. She can go back there. So she was allowed in after uh, raising that objection. And a second cameraman was also allowed in. Tim, who was originally going to be one of the six that was on trial, he was one of the disorderly six that was arrested, was also filming that day. He was allowed in. So it was an unprecedented success Absolutely. in that uh, cameras were allowed into the uh, the antechamber, the star chamber. So I guess it wasn't a star chamber since they allowed the cameras in. but. <laughs> Uh, All right, so more on the way here. We'll come back and fill you in on a few more details and take your calls about whatever you want if you make them. It's Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live, your show. You take control of the airwaves, toll free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. It is Ian with you. And Sam. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And those features include the bulletin board system, over 450,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about, from serious issues to fun stuff. You'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Armorforactivists.com is the provider of pro-liberty swag, free market anarchist mugs, anti-police state stickers, Liberty Conspiracy hoodies, motorhome diaries tees, and free Ian buttons so you can be prepared for the next time that Ian's arrested. Need a custom design instead? Armor for Activists artist lore will uh, throw it together for you. It's armorforactivists.com. All right, 800-259-9231. Recapping some of the activism today, and it was a long day. I'm beat after all of that, we went out at about one-ish, I would say. Some people were there as early as noon holding signs and demonstrating outside the uh, the courthouse. And a good 40 or so activists showed up today to support uh, David Cruz and Nick Ryder and uh, Kurt Hoffman in their trials. And I expect we'll probably see a similar number uh, later this week as you're gonna, going to have your trial. Uh, Sam and another activist will also be on trial for disorderly conduct. So it's just been a whirlwind uh, week. It's been an amazing year so far as far as uh, the, the state attempting to put in jail as many peaceful activists as possible. They're now up to five or six. We're going to lose track eventually. Uh, but uh, today, so one activist was fa- was not found anything. It was taken under advisement. We'll find out what the verdict is with him later. All the charges are the same, so the discrepancies in the sentencing is going to be interesting. One of the things that Nick did differently is he brought up that there were actually seven people standing in the lobby. One of those, a reporter for the Keen Sentinel, which uh, the state pointed out that, well, no, that's credentialed media. Nick's only, uh, you know, independent blogger. He's just a guy with a YouTube. Didn't they just shoot themselves in the foot because there's a New Hampshire precedent? There's New Hampshire precedent where they say that, in fact, uh, you know, the internet media is legitimate media. Yeah, well, they don't care about the law, Mark. I I know they (laughs) don't. I I, I know they don't, but they're going to have a heck of a time on appeal um, trying to explain that. Well, it's presuming David's going to appeal, and I don't think he's going to. So David's the other guy. He's going to jail for six days found guilty on the disorderly conduct charge if he goes to jail then that probably means he won't be appealing it so that's he ought to well you know everybody every activist has their own uh, approach and they're all going to sure. try different things and i think there's a value to that uh there's a value to having david go to jail because it costs the system uh there's also a value in the activist trying something different each of them I know that there was one guy uh, that really wanted to get the all six of them on the same page, and it just didn't end up working out for him. And I, I know that frustrated him uh, as far as all six of them kind of having the same approach mm-hmm. in, in the court. That didn't work out. I can see why he would want that. Yeah, but uh, maybe in the future somebody else will decide to team up and they can do something like that. It's, it's you know, every, everybody here is an individualist and they're all going to go their own ways. And if, Are they ever? If, uh, if you've got something persuasive, then they might follow your, your particular lead. Uh, so David going to jail, and then Kurt Hoffman was let out today on bail. I'm not sure what all the details are on that, but of course we'll keep you up to date as we learn more. And then we were talking about the significant win in that the cameras were finally allowed into the uh, the secret chamber. So that was a that was a, a major win for us today. And because last time at your trial. The same thing happened. They pulled you into the back room. And they shut the cameras They told the, the, everyone to shut the cameras off, and, and people had to watch on that TV where you couldn't even make out what was happening anyway. I, right, yeah. 
It, it, it was hard to even understand what was going on. This so, time, apparently, they did fix the audio on the television set at some point. I'm not sure how quickly it was fixed, but the audio was fixed by the time I came in for uh, Kurt's trial. And uh, so, so yeah, big big win there. There was also another win, Sam, and it had to do with you and the bullhorning, right? Right. So the uh, court people called the police and said that we were disrupting business and causing a disturbance. The uh, police officer showed up, and I started talking with him. And I, uh, I, as he was walking across the street, I went over and found a sign and picked one out that said uh, "Free Speech Zone" with three arrows pointing directly under the sign. So mm-hmm. I'm holding that as he walks up, <laughs> <laughs> using the uh, bullhorn as he's crossing the street. And uh, he wants to. He tells me, you know, you're you're causing a, a disturbance here. You, you now, there's can't footage do this. of all this, right? All oh, of yeah. this is caught. Yeah, all of this was on camera, so we had that set up with a couple of different cameras, so it should make some really great footage. And we started talking, and you know, he started out completely different from when I called the police to have them come up to the uh, lobby. That was guy, it the same guy? No, I no. think it was somebody com- different. Okay. Um, that guy came up, got in my face, helped him take papers out of my hand, and then left. This guy came up and introduced himself, told me his name, shook my hand. We started having a normal conversation. Mm. Um, you That's know, the way to go about it. Yeah. He told me that, uh, you know, you can't do this here. You're disturbing people. And I said, really, let's look at the city ordinances. He actually read the city ordinance and saw that uh, amplification devices in Keene are only restricted from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. So I should be allowed to do this. And he said, well, yeah, but you're disrupting the court. And I said, well, you know, they, they still have proceedings going on up there. They've been able to restart in another room. Yeah, they may have had to close the windows and it's heating up in there. That that sucks, but, you know. So does what they do in there. Yeah. I should be able to sit out here and exercise free speech. And, you know, the reason they're calling, I really believe, is because the things I'm saying are critical of the court, of uh, what's happening up there, of the system. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to uh, defend that right. Well, in addition, I don't know if you brought this up, but there's a particularly annoying feature about Keene, New Hampshire, it's the most annoying thing. I think I've, one of the most annoying things I've ever encountered, if not certainly the most annoying thing in Keene. It's a klaxon, a air raid siren that will just go on for a few minutes every time there's a fire because the fire station is right nearby. No, it's not a fire. It's any any uh, fire station. Anytime call, the fire guys Ambulance, are called out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. In order for the, uh, the the people in the emergency vehicles to get around the circle, which is you know it's the it's central square. Yeah. So to go around the circle, they turn off all the red lights, but make make all the lights red. Right. And then uh, set off this this uh, this klaxon. This the. It's, it's much worse. Than it's that. off. It's terrible, <laughs> and <laughs> and it's very loud. You can't very, be on. Very loud. You can't be on Central Square and carry on a conversation. No, just you're right. No way. You're right. Uh, so I, I would can't say imagine. That, and there's a lot of people. These are tall buildings, five, six stories mm-hmm. um, in some cases, five stories at least around Central Square. People live in those. They do business in those. I can't imagine how and you're carrying on a conversation on. at the brokerage house there. Um, you know, trying to sell clients. What, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of uh, stocks, and then, then these people are pushing their button because some cat's stuck in a tree someplace. It's bad enough uh, during the daytime, but they'll run that at night, at 2 in the morning. You can hear it. If you live anywhere near downtown, you get your windows open at night, you can hear that thing out in the out in the distance. <laughs> I mean, it's it's bad. And so they'll run that thing at 3 in the morning. Why can't they just shut the uh, the intersection down and right. they that'll push be the, it? They push a button, the red light, all the lights turn red. Right. I suppose that uh, the person that would be in two o'clock in the morning, you know, running these red lights uh, at some high rate of speed, 
it, they could be a problem, but are they going to listen to the siren anyway? Chances are good mm. if they're running red lights, they've got ACDC cranked. Yeah, it's just ludicrous, and so that would be a perfect point to make if it if it even came to that. Uh, <laughs> That the, those sirens are far louder than any kind of volume level that uh, the, the megaphone could achieve. Yeah, and in fact, I pointed out, okay, look, when the uh, city comes out here and, and puts on a band or something, or when the uh, Independence Day uh, uh, Tea Party protest was held, that was far wa- louder. They had thousands of watts of ampli- amplification on the square. Yeah, that's true. This, that is, uh, this is a fraction of the noise that that made. Mm-hmm. So if I called an alleged uh, a disturbance, would you come out here and shut down the the music? Uh, you know, the band that's putting on a, a concert. Well, no. Well, why is that? Oh, well, they had a permit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I can only exercise free speech here. Uh, yeah. You know, if uh, if there's a, if I go and beg for permission and get a permit, but they didn't arrest you. How did that end up coming well, out? So eventually, another officer showed up. We moved into the shade, so we weren't standing under the sun, and you know, carrying on a decent conversation. Um, I got them to talk to somebody in the court and find out that yes, the court business was still going on. We agreed on a uh, number half the volume level, which was still very loud, and I was allowed to use the megaphone. Toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. And there was an inspiration to all of this. I want to talk a little bit about what inspired the bullhorning. We'll get back to that here in a moment. And the police hugging squad coming up. Free Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 800-259-9231. the SACL CAI toll-free line, and tonight it's Ian with you. And Sam. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All of the features we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com, and if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So enjoy uh, buying stuff at uh, you know places you trust. Amazon is a great website to purchase products through. Uh, I do it all the time. Amazon.freetalklive.com. So lots of activism today. One activist going to jail for six days for disorderly conduct. Another one is up in the air as far as what will happen. A uh, third, third guy bailed out on some uh, driving, uh, not driving, but disorderly, uh, disobeying an officer charges. And I'm not sure all the details on that, but Sam, you were out bullhorning today across the street from the uh, the courthouse in the Central Square area of Keene. There's going to be footage of that eventually. Uh, eventually, you've got a lot of footage to process through, so whatever comes out next, I'm sure will be good. Um, and that's ObscuredTruth.com, by the way. That's Sam's website. That's where you can see all of his past work, which has been uh, fan- fantastic so far. Uh, ObscuredTruth.com. But one of the things you did today when the cops approached you. When you were discussing things with them about the volume level of the the bullhorn that you had, the cops approached you and you'd have this discussion. And as it was ending, you did something a little bit unusual. Yeah, he was about to walk away and I said, hold on a second before you leave. I want to let you know that I am the instigator and the leader of the new uh, Keene Police Hugging Squad, and I'd like to give you a hug. 
And then I, <laughs> I held my arms out like, come on. And he just sort of stood there for a minute, not knowing <laughs> yeah. what to do. And then I took a step towards him like I was going to give him a hug. And boy, he jumped back and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How about if I, if I shake your hand again? <laughs> you are a madman. <laughs> and I said, okay. And shook his hand again. And I said, I'll hug you another time. <laughs> and he left. That's awesome. I love that. And it is totally not an original idea. So we need to give some credit where uh, credit is due. Absolutely. I was watching the anti-terrorist recently on YouTube, and I highly recommend the anti-terrorist. He's a fascinating personality. Who uh, he's a man that wears a balaclava, uh, a, basically a, a you know what you might see somebody rob a bank in one of those masks where the eyes are cut out and the mouth is cut out, and that's about it. So you can't recognize the guy. He's uh, against a nondescript background, and it's basically just his head. He's a big guy. You can tell that he's a very big man. And he knows his stuff when it comes to the police. So he gives a lot of uh, interesting advice, uh, suggestions as to how to handle police encounters, amongst other things, on his site. So first of all, I want to recommend the anti-terrorist. But it was the anti-terrorist that actually uh, recommended the channel I'm about to tell you about. And it's C. Veitch. C-V-E-I-T-C-H. It's a YouTube channel. C-V-E-I-T-C-H. It's a gentleman over in, I believe he's American originally, but he's over in the United Kingdom now, and it's him. So is the anti-terrorist too, right? He is definitely in the United Kingdom, and uh, it's the. But C. Veitch is uh, an American in the UK. He's teamed up with another guy, and it's him and this other guy that go out to public locations in Great Britain, and they have bullhorns. Sometimes they have two bullhorns, sometimes just one, and they'll pass it back and forth, and they just, they just go off on the on the state and they, you know they're a little anti-corporate but that's you know understandable considering the fact that corporations do team up with the state and and you know use the the state to en- enrich and enhance their their business uh but but generally it's just some amazing footage watching what they've done uh, as far as doing kind of protest style disobedience with uh, with bullhorns and signs one of their videos involves them holding a sign that says – several of their videos actually involves them holding a sign that says everything is okay, and that's it. Uh, and so they stand there and, and which wait is, until trouble brews. Yeah, which is brilliant because then the police come and say you're causing a disturbance while they're there holding a sign that's saying everything is okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's an interesting channel. I highly recommend it. But they were the guys that came up with the police hugging squad. And so not only did they kind of – we already had the bullhorn, but we hadn't really used it yet. So they kind of were ins- inspirational in that way. But they were definitely the inspiration for the police hugging squad, which I think we need to form a, a keen chapter of the, the police hugging squad. And I highly recommend anybody else doing activism around the country uh, consider this as well. If you're doing cop watch or something <laughs> like that, uh, bring out the police hugging squad because these guys – you know, they need hugs. Right, they do need hugs. Uh, they get anger all day. They're long. They're dying from, for them. I'm, I can assure you. They get anger all day long from people. You know what? The, to to be fair to some of those cops in the videos that C. Veitch has on his channel, uh, they some of them take the hugs. So yep. if we offer them enough, some people are going to take the hugs. And I think that's a, it's a great position to be coming from because it's totally it, it's so clear that you are not a threat if you're hugging the police. And and they are dealing with uh, angry uh, people all day long who are definitely not offering such things to them. So let's let's bring them on board with a message of freedom by showing them that we really do love them, even though what they're doing is so often the wrong thing. As I pointed out in my article recently at freekeen.com, if 
what they were doing was actually providing protection services, which they did to some extent Saturday night for the cop watchers that went out. You can you, Well, that footage is going to be back up probably later tonight at freaking.com, but there was an incident, and uh, again, you can see that later. But the um, – so – so at uh, Saturday night, cop watch was going on, and I forget where I was going to go with that. So I don't know. But the toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. Oh, hugs. Uh, but, but hugs would definitely, I think, really uh, really kind of help those situations out. I just want to say I, I think the Keene police has moved leaped in, leaps and bounds in the way that they've responded the the last time when the court officer when I when I called the police and they came out to the court lobby because of the what the bailiffs were doing totally inappropriate response this time you know they were very friendly they actually listened to the law they looked at it with me we had a rational discussion it was just I, I gotta commend those guys yeah well I like that the, the that the way that turned out that's for sure so what do you think about the keen hugging squad Mark good idea. I, I think it's weird. We're thinking about getting a table. Uh, if if there if one is available, I don't think they're going to let us. But you know, we might just have to set up sort of a uh, uh, on the spot thing. They have this once a year cop day where, and they do this in cities all across the country, where the the police will come out and they bring the SWAT truck out and they bring out you know all the weapons and the trophies and all of their stuff, right? And they show it off and they bring out the they invite the public to come out and you know see what you're paying for, right? You're paying for all this, so you might as well see what it does. Look at our neat stuff. Uh, yeah, it's you know it's boys and their toys show off day, and so maybe we need to have a keen hugging squad table or booth or something like that at the cop day, just or either that or get some you know, t-shirts or something and and go around and just you know hug every cop there if they'll let you. I think that'd be a great idea. One of them though in the C Vice videos <laughs> threatens to charge him with assault. So you'll have to be you have to be careful about your approach. You can't just run right up and hug him. You, I like the the move of just putting your arms out and sort Taking of walking, a step forward. Yes, walk, walking towards him. <laughs> I um I think that you shouldn't uh, exclude uh, the 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 rest of the public if you're going to ha- hand out cut uh, hugs to the They cops. actually do that. They actually there's another video it's uh, C Vice where they are on a subway train, and there may be more. I didn't watch their whole catalog of videos, but there was one where they're on a subway train, and it's just like the the, the hugging squad or something, and they they just go giving people hugs on the subway train. So good, yeah. I got lots of hugs to give, Mark. You want one? <laughs> I, Come yes. on, Mark. I, I give I me want a hug. nothing more than a <laughs> give hug. Give me a hug. Oh, the webcam's not on though, so nobody can see. We unfortunately we have the uh, the broken webcam tonight, <laughs> but you did just give Mark a hug here in studio. So I don't know if we've left anything out. I feel like we've uh, really uh, delved in and covered in detail what happened today, but it, it it none of this would be possible if it weren't for the Free State Project. If it weren't for activists moving together, getting active in the same geographic region, you can't do this where you are. This doesn't happen. You don't have enough activists to even come with you to court in most places. You, you, I can't well, imagine trying to get the the libertarian guys from Sarasota, Florida, to come to a court trial. Today by itself it. um, can't be really – nothing today happened victorious in that – Oh, yeah. Did, I would yeah, say so. Getting cameras into the secret chamber? Right. But victory. Arbitrariness exists all over the country in every courtroom. Right. So they could very well allow that um, you know, in any courtroom and then change their minds. They so, could. I mean, you, I, I would say that you've seen progress. Yeah. And that's good, um, and and that's probably the biggest uh, progress you've seen. I mean, you can get a blowhorn, a bullhorn anywhere, and you can get a good cop anywhere. Um, all these things are are possible anywhere. But I think that uh, I think that we can see, I can see some progress for the civil disobedient type ac- activists out there, the outside the system activists. 
And you know, I wish him luck. I, uh, I, I don't. You're not going to see me out doing the the keen hugging squad, but uh, good luck. Since you're just not in touch with the your softer side, Mark. Is I just think it? it's weird. Not sensitive. Not sensitive enough. Weird. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You know what? I've got a question, uh, and if you are listening, you are welcome to answer this at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Do you believe that women taking their tops off in protest of the fact that it's illegal for them to take their tops off, while men, no problem, they can walk around, uh, big guys can walk around with their breasts hanging out? Uh, if women take their tops off in protest, in a mass kind of civil disobedience protest, let's say five to ten women, would that completely destroy the liberty movement in one fell swoop? That's what someone's trying to get me to believe. What do you think? 800-259-9231. We'll take your calls about anything here in Moments. Hour 2 is coming up. Free Talk Live. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line as we launch here into the second hour of the program. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Sam. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those. Again, freetalklive.com. We're going to go right into your phone calls about whatever you want. And then coming up, uh, we've got some... All kinds of crazy stuff. Another dog has been killed by the police. I know, Mark, you've got that story. Plus, also here, uh, Matt's, um, Massachusetts pot smokers are engaging in mass civil disobedience. We'll talk about that and take your calls about anything. Calls come first, though. So let's go to Pat in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Pat, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, I heard something about... um topless protests or something? Yeah, the, I, the idea is to... Uh, because there's clearly... A discrepancy, a uh, just something that is very unfair between men and women, and that men are allowed to walk around in public without their shirts on, and women are not. So some of the ladies around here in the Keene area have been talking about getting together and, and doing a topless uh, civil disobedience. Your thoughts? Well, I don't know. I just think it's kind of silly. What, why is that? Do you think it's silly that uh, women should be able to walk around with, uh, without their top on? Well, I mean, I don't find that silly. I just, I just think that um, I I'll be kind of embarrassed to uh, say. I mean, I'm, I'm all for what you guys are doing, everything in New Hampshire, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Just I don't know. Like my boss saw that on TV, something about you know some free stater, you know, flashing oncoming traffic, and you're like, yeah, I'm a free stater too. You know, what is she, what is she gonna think? 
Oh, it's a good question. There will be, uh, it's not going to be flashing. It's just going to be walking, probably walking or standing around without tops on. And there will be men also involved. So for each lady, there will sh- there should be at least one uh, male involved. That way it's clear that it's an equality issue. Uh, well, I'll try 15. There's going to be 15 guys for every girl over there. <laughs> well, I suspect they'll probably, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I would think that the guys would be smart enough not to want to eclipse the uh, women in this particular protest. But I one one of the you know something I'd like to assuage your concern on a little bit is there won't be any free state banners uh, here announcing to the uh, the world that this is a, no. some kind of free state protest. A freekeen.com banner is on order, however, so we will have those soon. <laughs> so I mean, oh, okay. th- yeah. these these guys, uh, these people that are doing this, you know, they may some of them may be members of the free state project, signers of the free state project, but you know, they're they're not. They, they certainly don't represent the Free State Project uh, you know, nope. in its entirety by any stretch of the imagination. And, and Pat, you know, what are people going to think? Is That's one of the issues that this act of uh, civil disobedience is, is designed to bring out and to have people start thinking about, well, what does it mean to, uh, you know, restrict women from doing this while uh, setting a double standard and allowing men to run around without a shirt on? And is it going to upset people? Sure, sure. There's no, I don't think there's any instance of civil disobedience that isn't going to uh, have some upset segment of the population to go along with it. It's just that some of the people that have been talking out against this particular planned protest, and it, the date hasn't been set, it hasn't been ironed down yet at all. It's just been in the discussion phases right now. But the objection is that most people will disagree with topless women. Some people suggested like 90% of people uh, will disagree with topless women. And I can tell you that in the world I live in, nobody would have a problem with uh, with topless women. I understand that there are prudes out there that have some sort of uh, issue with seeing breasts, that they believe that breasts are always sexually significant. And uh, one of the, uh, the the guys that was arguing against the protest was pointing out that evolutionarily, you know, men are supposed to be attracted to breasts. And so therefore, you can't get over the fact that they're a sexual thing. And I think that I think that uh, in, in in the case of that objection, he may be right. You know, there may be some uh, evidence. Why are that men attracted to breasts? He gets into. I could read his post for you if you like. I don't have it in front of me, but he goes into some you They're know scientific scientific reasons why. Apparently, it used to be the buttocks of the. Uh, the uh, the apes that were attractive and then once you, once we got upright there had to be something new that was uh, that was developed and so breasts I think the theory is because uh, males are are humans are the only mammals to mate face to face that the breasts grew out of that I'll tell you what I'll I'll pull up his post and and read it verbatim here so you can understand where he was coming from but basically suggesting that breasts are inherently a, a sexual thing. And but I, what is wrong with that? I mean, what is wrong with, okay, somebody sees uh, a somebody group of offended. women walking down the street without their shirt on, and they the find that sexually uh, arousing or whatever? I don't know. Can you answer that, uh, Pat? Hey, how about instead of that, we do like a Liberty uh, like calendar. Like we have Shelly Roche and uh, Angela, what's her name? Yeah, I War Girl. Yeah. Let's make a calendar. It's being done, actually. They called me today. The Ladies of Liberty, I believe is what they're... What month are you going to be, Ian? The Alliance of the Ladies of Liberty. I forget what the name of the, uh, their group is. They're supposed the to The Alliance email. of Libertarian Ladies. That's it. That's it. Uh, they called today asking if Free Talk Live would be interested <laughs> in being a sponsor of said calendar, and I said, send me the details. 
Sounds like something we could get involved in. Oh, there you go. I, yeah. I like that a lot more than, you know, hey, look at my boobs. Look at my boobs. Look well, at this. I want freedom. Look at my thank, boobs. Thank you for the call. Right. I, I appreciate hearing from you. And, and there is a, uh, there's a lot of controversy uh, about this topless protest. It's even, I mean, even the, one of these guys that's talking out against it, and it seems to be all guys so far talking out against it. Uh, but one of these guys talking out against it was, uh, he's an anarchist. So even some of the anarchists are up in arms about this protest. And, you know, when you've got the anarchist up, uh, upset, then you probably got some, or some of the anarchists upset, you probably got a good protest on your hands. So, uh, so I want to get to his post here in a little bit. Would like to hear from you as well. Are you one of those people that is offended by, uh, by breasts? Because it seems to me that if breasts are evolutionarily attractive from a sexual uh, standpoint, let's accept that as true. Uh, if that's true, as a guy, I'm looking at breasts whether they are uh, naked, whether they are behind a T-shirt, or whether they are in a bikini. I'm looking at the breasts if they are, you know, worth looking at to my, uh, you know, tastes. And that's probably so, my biggest concern is the breasts that will be born that aren't worth looking at. The breasts that will be born that you mean relieved or uh, shown to the world? Correct. Uh, I see where you're coming from, Mark, but there was a, a very f- uh, fat man walking in downtown Keene today. You got some footage it of him, awful. Sam. Uh, this is actually it's the same guy that threatened me a few years ago because I was videotaping. We were at a peace protest. He's really annoying and uh, loud. Anyway, he was walking down the street, and he was letting them all hang out, and it was very unattractive. But, I you know, concur. hey, that's freedom, baby. It's a public place. He should be able to walk with his shirt off. I, I, you know, I, feel I think he should if, be able to pull his pants down and go down the street. I don't care, man. I feel man. that if, if it's legal for men to walk around without a shirt on, um, then it should be legal for women to walk Absolutely. around without a shirt on. And I, 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 that's not where I'm getting, um, you know, going with it. I, I don't have a problem in particular with the uh, protest. And, you know, that's interesting that you don't have a problem with it. You had a big problem with the flag protest. This anarchist on the forum saying that uh, he thinks this is worse than the flag, uh, the burning the, the U.S. flag protest. I mean, that's how serious some of these people are taking a bunch of boobs. And so what I was going to say is that if, uh, you know, whether the boobs are behind a bikini or whether they're behind a T-shirt, men are looking at them. In fact, I would suggest that there is actually a sexier factor, I think in a lot of cases, to breasts that are clothed. Because there's that kind of unknown, hey, what's underneath that uh, factor there where you would, even though you know they're areola, yeah. you'd... You you say no to that? I say the breasts, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That clothed breasts are sexier than unclothed breasts. Absolutely depends on the breast. However, because um, of the unknown factor. Now, if you've got curiosity, breasts, doesn't it? Exactly. Forbidden fruit, curiosity. Uh, if you've got you, breasts that are we, hanging out, then it becomes normal. If you can, if you can, if well, you had breasts, becomes normal. But you're you're talking about uh, is normal uh, today, and it's not. Um, you're saying that you know them. Being, I'm just telling you, it takes away the mystique. If you have breasts shown in public on a regular basis, on a regular they don't basis, have that, that was not what you were talking about. You were but talking about that's what this is to leading to somewhere. Sure. Right. Well, it would have it would have to start somewhere. However, it's going to have the effect that people are going to look and gawk and uh, you know talk Good. about it and have uh, you know take issue with it. It's, all those things are going to occur. Excellent, as it should. That's the point of the protest, right? To get people to start discussing this obvious. Gender uh, equality issue where and and people are trying to say, oh, this is about being libertine, not libertarian and whatever, man. It seems pretty clear to me. You know, if you want to tell me that this protest is a bad idea, what you should do is you should tell that to the ladies that want to engage in this and you should try to convince them as to why it is that they shouldn't be as free as men. 
Go ahead. Lay down the lay down your viewpoint about why it is they shouldn't be as free because their breasts are somehow inherently uh, sexually stimulating. Well, is that the around, answer? Walking around without a shirt on isn't uh, isn't one of the liberties that I uh, you know that I, I hold most dear. But You're not uh, a woman. It's it, it's true. But I am a man and I can do it. That's right. So That's why I you do don't not care. hold a deer. Exactly. I do, because I think everybody should be free to live their life how they want, so long as they aren't harming anyone. So I will be proudly uh, at that protest. Hopefully Julia will participate, and uh, I'll, I'll be, be topless with your ribs if you get Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You bring up anything toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Sam. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features, they're free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Features including the chat room. Head over to chat.freetalklive.com during the show or even outside of show hours. You can see if anyone's in there. It's open 24 hours a day. Chat.freetalklive. Dot com. Audible.com offers over 60,000 downloadable audiobooks, magazines, and radio shows for your iPod or MP3 player. You can try them out by downloading a free audiobook today at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. That's the website you have to go to in order to get the free one. Audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. T.L. is in Free Talk Live. We are talking about a proposed protest here in the uh, Keene, New Hampshire area. Ladies are about tired of walking around during the summertime, hot summer, sweat. Uh, it's very difficult to uh, to deal with that when you've got a bra on and it's very restrictive. Some of the ladies uh, are saying to themselves they've had enough of this inequality, of the fact that men are able to walk around with no top on, doesn't matter what they look like, they can walk around with no top on, no problem, no even bats an eye at it, uh, but they have to wear shirts, otherwise they'll be charged with some sort of sex offense. So these women are actually talking about facing a sex offender status for the uh, the right to you know, to, to try to win the right, if you will, uh, through civil disobedience, to go unmolested while walking down the street Without a top on. And I mean, that would be the ideal result of such a civil disobedience would be for the police to just completely ignore them. Although I, I know some of the cops probably would like to come out and watch. Uh, but, you know, for the police to not arrest them, I think, would be the uh, the ideal situation. And there's been some discussion over at the Freekeen Forum at Freekeen.com where some of the activists are just in a huff about this. They are very upset. They think this is going to uh, destroy the uh, the movement. And so before we go to these phone calls, I'm going to read one of the more recent critiques here from Ancat Man, who uh, I've met. He's come to town. He... Uh, we went out to, to lunch with him, and he I met him too. Very nice guy. Very yes. nice guy. So he says, I think some evolutionary biology needs to be so, uh, spoken before I'll make a real comment on this. First of all, in the mammal world, only Homo sapien retains large breasts in females, even when not lactating. There's a reason for this, he says. Humans evolved to walk on two legs. This changed the main source of sexual attraction for mating. The previous signal was the buttocks. The new mode, or this new mode, of bipedalism made the buttocks not as easy to view and caused the evolving of human-female breasts as a form of sexual attraction. So breasts are a sexual attraction to males, and it's fairly powerful. Men's chests do not carry this same naturally evolved sexual attraction. Why is that? 
just what he just said that dale pointed out later in the thread our uh, co-host dale who is a, a gay man uh, well i mean if, if he pointed a... out that he's quite attracted to to male uh, buff breasts you know like the men that are working out the kind of the boobs they have right. well you when you look at uh, the, the the males of the species uh, of any species generally you have the more flamboyant and attractive of the uh, in the animal world right I suppose. I mean, I'd like to hear of an animal where the female is the more attractive of the species. Um, and so, I mean, are you saying males are more attractive than females in the apes world? Uh, I, I, I would tell you that the silverback is far more attractive than the uh, the, the female gorilla. Absolutely. Have you ever seen one? I've, I I don't know if I well, could say that I think one gorilla is more attractive than the other. I, then I guess I then you haven't even seen any attention. pictures. You don't even know what you're talking about then. You, <laughs> Did you spend a lot of time looking at National Geographic as a kid, Mark? Is that what this is about? Uh, I think we're talking about uh, whether or not... I'm just wondering where this came from. Well, he, this Mark. guy's suggesting <laughs> that, only the, that only females have attractive chests. I don't know how rumors about you being gay get, ever get this started. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it, it's absolutely not true. Men have the far larger <laughs> pectoralis muscles, and I would assume that women are attracted to this. I mean, it, it, it's a completely yeah. sexist uh, statement to say that women have the most attractive chests. Yes, to me, they're attractive, absolutely. Yeah. To women, however, some of them probably find male no, I think chests. It's a good, I, think it's, I think you're making a good point. I really do. Uh, he says, next, it's very disappointing to hear the ad hominem attacks by Ian and others who state that those who disagree with their libertine position are prudes or somehow do not believe in equality. The latter is ad hominem in nature as it is akin to being called a racist. The accused is guilty in the eyes of others just for the accusation. Sounds accurate. The, the calling somebody a prude? If yeah. They, yeah I, That's name calling. Well, I mean, that's what you are, I think. If you uh, if you have an objection to women's breasts being shown in public, I think that's a pretty prudish position to take. Well, that's because you're assigning um, what, you know, you're assigning the thoughts to, of that person to, unless they state something to the effect of, I'm a prude, I don't want to see this, yeah. then you are making an ad hominem attack. That's I'll accept baseless, that. Baseless ad hominem attack. I'll accept it. Uh, as far as this protest goes, he says, displaying female breasts is not accepted because it's built into our genetics that those are sexual organs used for attraction of a mate. This protest seems to be more about trying to offend others while cloaking it in the ideas of equality. Uh, Hold no. on. Come on. I, I've been to the to the nude beaches in southern France and, and other places in Europe. It's it's no big deal. I mean, people males right. are able to control themselves when there are naked women. Sometimes grandmas that are seventy that you probably never wanted to see. Everywhere yeah. from that to the cute college girls. South South Beach in uh, in in Florida is the same way. It's it's yeah. uh, topless optional or to, top optional. Right to suggest that the women that had initiated the idea on this protest. Although you did initiate the forum post, Sam, yep. uh, it was the ladies that were discussing this to suggest that they're doing this just to offend people as a slap in the face against them. And that's not their, from my understanding, that is not their intention at all. They truly believe they're being discriminated against, and hey, they are. It's not fair. I think it's clear that they're being discriminated against, and I don't know, um, I don't find this to be a very important issue. I think to You've s- mentioned that. It's, it sounds to me like uh, you know, a, a PR play, but oh, I don't Oh, it's going to be great PR. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I agree with you there. It's going to be brilliant. The footage is going to be probably huge. I don't know if we're going to have to censor it for YouTube. I, I'm, I'm hoping that we can kind of play it off as a news thing and, and get it on there uh, without having them take the account down. But I'm sure there's some other way we can get it. I'm sure there's a, a video sharing website that allows for adult content. I just don't know what it is. But he goes on. He's got a few more thoughts. He says, I spoke with my wife on this subject. 
I won't get into our personal lives, but we are not prudes, and we're not sexist, and we find this protest to be so counterproductive to liberty, it's unimaginable that the intelligent people I know would actually consider it. Anyone with a modicum of understanding of evolutionary biology, human biology, knows why humans will tend toward this behavior in public being unacceptable. If, as you state, Ian, you are trying to attract only those who are but like humans you... humans do not uh, tend toward this uh, behavior in public being uh, unacceptable. Uh, it's, <laughs> He's saying they do because it's illegal everywhere. They, they, um, but on the beaches in Europe, it's not. There That's are true. many beaches in the United States where it's not. Um, and when you look at National Geographic, you'll see it's not. Many of the indigenous tribes show it's not. Humans do not tend towards this, from what I can tell. It's an American Puritan thing, isn't it, Mark? I don't know if it's necessarily entirely American. I mean, you don't see topless women walking down the streets of, of Europe, but... You do, actually, sometimes. I mean, there are some ex- exhibitionists that will do that. In, in Canada, they've, I've seen uh, you know, rallies for this kind of thing, and, and th- there have been rallies by multiple organizations, feminists and all different kinds of this same sort, and I don't know why this is going to set the liberty <laughs> movement back. Have, he says, have the topless rallies set the, the feminist movement back? He says, I would implore people who are supporting this protest to actually game it out and realize the only winning move in this protest is to not play. You may win this one battle at the expense of the entire war. So it's going to end the entire liberty movement. Are, are you in a war for liberty? No, I'm not. I, uh, I am. Me neither. He says metaphorically speaking, but I don't speak in those metaphors. This is not a fight. It's not a battle. We're just living free. Right. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up anything. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, one 800 Two five nine ninety two thirty one tonight. It's Ian with you and Sam and Mark talking about breasts, and we will continue in moments. Want to invite you to our website first, though. Facebook. Uh, we got ourselves a Facebook page. Go to facebook.freetalklive.com. I guess that's not technically our website. That's Facebook's website, but it's our Facebook group on the website. You can become a fan there at facebook.freetalklive.com. And for the rest of our uh, website features, just go to freetalklive.com. As we continue taking your calls. Uh, let's go to Cliff. He is on the line in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Cliff. Uh, this is actually Dan in Pennsylvania. Sorry about that. Dan in Pennsylvania, you're on the air. All right. Um, I just uh, took a trip up to Oil City, Pennsylvania, which is way up there by Erie. And between where I live and there, there's a bunch of really nice towns and nice scenery, and then a whole, you know, interspersed between there, a few of those highs of scum and villainy and government launch pads that I call cities. Mm-hmm. And in those cities, I noticed every single one of them was run down and beat up and had no life in it whatsoever, except for the public buildings. So somebody who is experiencing this for the first time might think, well, that means that the government is the only entity that can do things right. But I think that's a good example of that which is seen and that which is not seen, because what funds those school buildings and libraries and things like that are property taxes, which is exactly what has impoverished the rest of the town. Sure, absolutely. Because as the uh, the property taxes continue to go up, uh, people are going to be forced from their homes. They're going to have to either leave or be kicked out if they can't pay. Yep, and it's 
It's like, you know, the government's a vampire. It just, you know, sinks its things into society and sucks the lifeblood out of it. And like in the movies, it looks, you know, nice and turns into the handsome count while everybody else just shrivels up and dies. It's just, a, it's, it's just a, yeah, it is. And it's a situation that it doesn't end well. I mean, they, they keep raising property taxes. Eventually, people will either leave or they just won't pay, and then they'll get kicked out of their homes. And then what? Are they going to go on the dole themselves? Are they going to move from owning their own home into a welfare home at that point, which, of course, will only increase the burden on the existing taxpayers, meaning they'll have to raise their taxes some more. And, of course, as, as uh, the economy keeps getting worse, we've seen what governments do in that case. They continue to raise taxes uh, as everybody else's standard of living is going down. And, of course, the raised taxes also lowers people's standard of living just driving things down into this 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 spiral that is just so destructive yeah and a step between leaving or getting tossed out of your house is maybe not doing repairs or maybe not yes. keeping up the yard upgrading the landscaping Can't so afford it, to. yeah it, it affects the entire community in a very negative fashion so things be, can become looking uh, very ramshackle very run down in a, a fairly fast manner and so where does it all end? Well, they try their damnedest to head off the uh, the hemorrhaging of their their town citizens or residents or whatever you want to call them. And I remember the most outrageous story I think I've ever heard beyond the, the, the standard stories of tax sales where the city governments or town governments will just steal people's homes from them for, uh, who have not paid. But I recall a story from New York State where there were some towns that were actually implementing a program – for the elderly people that were living there, who it, it was getting to be too much of a burden. I mean, these folks retired a decade or two ago, and they retired on a certain retirement income. And since then, the property taxes have been going up and up and up and up. And so, you know, they just can't afford to live in the town that they wanted to retire in anymore. And so to help solve the problem and kind of avoid having to kick these folks out of their homes or take them on the welfare rolls, the midpoint step for the governments was to offer them the opportunity to work it off. Come on out of retirement and come on down to the city building. We'll have you filing papers and answering phones. And, and being our slave. Yeah, you'll teach the kids. You know, we won't pay you, but we'll cut you some credit, say 10 bucks an hour, off of your $1,000 plus property tax bill, multi-thousand. I mean, it's New York states is probably several thousand dollars property taxes on the average home there uh, we'll just knock 10 bucks an hour off so uh you know you can work for us until you get it paid off so or, it, or maybe they just work the people to death because the, it's not like they can afford to stop working put them on a road crew or something like that i mean <laughs> th that's what they're doing and it's very disturbing because it is basically a um it's basically indentured servitude and that's not what you retired for. You didn't retire to go in and answer phones or do some other odd job for uh, for the local county government to keep your home. But yet people are stepping up and doing it because they don't want to move. You know, they they don't want to be kicked out of their home and they don't want to move. So now they're working for the state in the ending years of their lives. How sad. Any other thoughts, Dan? Well, yeah, you you said where does it end, and the answer is it ends like any parasitic relationship either with the purging of the parasite or with the death of the host. And you got it. So government's basically a vampire. Thank you for the call tonight. Good call. I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. So we were also talking about uh, toplessness. There's a topless protest that has been uh, been discussed. It hasn't been scheduled. It's being discussed. There are a lot of people that are very upset about it. And you can see the thread over the Freekeen forum at forum.freekeen.com. They 
basically are coming at it from the perspective of saying that there will be so many people offended by this, it will crush the liberty movement. Uh, somebody else just posted on the thread saying, this is a terrible idea. People will think we're a joke after this. It will take away from all the serious work that's been done. If there was no public property, there would still be standards for decency because people believe in it. And that's just what I disagree on. I don't think this is indecent at all. I don't think there's anything indecent about naked breasts. I, uh, it's not being done in a sexual manner. They're not going to be rubbing their breasts and moaning or licking them or doing anything like that. It's just going to be girls walking down the street uh, whilst uh, topless. I mean, that's not a sexual thing at all. And I think that uh, it's just amazing to me, the response from people. Let's continue with your calls. Matt is in Illinois, and you're on the amp line. Hello, Matt. Hey, guys. Hey, is, is a topless protest going to destroy the liberty movement? Not at all. No, why? Um, well, people could be offended. First off, I'd, li- I'd, I'd like to address this guy's uh, a little treatise on, uh, on evolution and tell him that you know humans also have evolved this brain and they can actually think, and it's actually the thought process and the processes of the brain that uh, sexualize more than any nudity ever would, and that's why you can go to these naked beaches in Europe and men are still able to contain themselves right. because we can think past the whole sexual uh, uh, instinct that many animals work on. So the uh, so, men in Europe are not uh, just running up to any uh, naked woman and raping them right there on the beach. I mean, that's just not happening. Right, and it doesn't happen in nudist colonies. Um, in fact, I read somewhere, and I wish I could could uh, cite it, but I can't. But I read somewhere that, as a group, nudists are actually the most monogamous people. Um, Interesting. You know, when when you take groups. And the other thing is, uh, I'd like to, to, to just food for thought here. There was a, a little bar that I used to go to, never got much business. Uh, so the owner of the bar decided that he wanted to... Uh, bring these girls and negligees into the bar, these models that would walk around the bar and model negligees and sell them to the gentlemen that were frequenting the bar. And lo and behold, the guy really started to get a lot of customers. I bet. Yeah, I've seen these uh, promo nights uh, in the past. and um, So it's not stripping, it's not nudity, it's just lingerie? Hiring sexy girls in sexy outfits to yeah. your bar. It could be bathing well, suits, whatever. at this particular bar, they kind of bent the rules a little bit. There mm-hmm. are was set up for for this kind of thing in the bars, but they kind of bent it a little bit. And, uh, yeah, there was a, a bit of nudity and some fun stuff going on that maybe shouldn't have gone on. But the, the, the fact of the matter is that it, the guy's business increased it, it more than doubled. Awesome. And it seems to me that uh, sex sells and that if you did this kind of protest, I think you would attract people. That's what I was trying to say. I am going to, I am not concerning myself, and great call, Matt. Thank you for it. I'm not concerned with what the uh, Puritans are thinking out there. They're not the, the audience I'm looking to attract. Harry Brown's silver rule is that you be yourself, and then people who are like you will automatically gravitate towards you. If you try to be anybody else but yourself, you won't get people that you actually want to be around. And I want to be around people that understand this protest and appreciate it. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. What are your thoughts? 
This is Free Talk Live, your show. You bring up what you want. Toll free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. The question, if you'd like to answer it, is will a topless protest destroy the liberty movement? Will uh, a few girls going topless, maybe five to ten women uh, walking topless with men also walking topless next to them in a uh, public place, will that completely ruin it for the rest of the activists? That is the question. 800-259-9231, that is what is being suggested there. They've always, the, the, a lot of people have been uh, in this movement, this liberty movement with thousands of people. We're members of the Free State Project. We moved to New Hampshire to get active for freedom. And some ladies are deciding they want to get active for freedom in this way because they're not free to be topless like men are. Seems like a no-brainer. But apparently this has really set people off. Uh, There's a forum thread over at forum.freekeen.com where people are going livid over this particular issue, saying that they believe it's going to be the end of the movement, uh, that uh, no one will be able to How take us seriously. How many times have we heard that before? Exactly. Every time a, and Julia is with us, uh, but every time every time a civil disobedience incident comes up, there are always people in the peanut gallery saying, hey, you're ruining it for the rest of us. You shouldn't be clipping those nails without a permit. You shouldn't be uh, videotaping without, a, without permission. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that because, well, it's not the perfect protest. They always say that what you need to do is you need to find a civil disobedience that uh, everyone can agree with so uh, you don't offend anybody. Good luck. Yeah, right. Good luck with civil disobedience that doesn't offend everyone. Um, you know, I don't – I guess with this particular issue is I can't understand how a reasonable person um, – and, and I, I consider myself one. I, I've never understood why it is that men can walk around without their shirts on and women can't. To me, it's, it's sexist. sexist. It's wrong. I may not find the the protest interesting. I'm not passionate about oh, it. Yeah, I don't you care. You would. I, I don't. Um, You'd watch. Well, I, I'll watch if there's something worth watching. But I, I, you know, I mean, Julia might be there. That would be worth watching. However, I'm not <laughs> convinced she will be there. However, and I'm so, not convinced yet either. Yeah. I'm um, not convinced yet either, but I've. It's what would it take? Well, it's something I've been interested in doing for a long time, pretty much since I've moved here. Okay, before you go on. One of the people on this thread would suggest that the reason you're interested in it is to offend people. Is that why you'd want to do it? Well, it's honestly not the reason at all, but I can't sit here and say that I don't enjoy being a little bit offensive. <laughs> but that's really not what it's about for me at all. No. There are places in the world where women can walk around with their shirts off, and I just don't understand why men can't and women and or I'm sorry, men can and women can't. It's really nothing but an equality issue. Absolutely. And it, it seems to me that the average person, when when uh, this information is put in front of them, they will say, yes, if it is right and fair mm-hmm. and just for men, it is right and fair and just for women, I mean, no doubt. What It doesn't have anything to do with um, like how sexy a woman is, right? Because no. you, if you've ever been to Canada, for example, um, I know in Toronto they don't have these laws, and I saw right. a few people walking around with their shirts off. They were all fat chicks. I mean, there weren't, like, supermodel chicks walking around. And it was fine. Nobody cared. Nobody even bothered looking. Right. It's if, no if big it's deal. If it's an issue of breast size, there are men out there that have bigger breasts than, than me, As for example. Saying, earlier, it takes away the mystique. I mean, if people see that sort of thing happening on a regular basis, that's when it becomes no big deal. 
It's when it never happens that it's, oh, my God, well, the world is going to end. There are breasts on display. Not to mention that we're here in Keene, New Hampshire, southwestern New Hampshire, right across the border from Brattleboro, Vermont, where, the, you know, it's legal to be naked. Yeah, they passed a town ordinance, uh, I think, making yeah, it but illegal they, But in then downtown. they stopped, and then they did it again, and, um, you know, it's been, they've had issues with people being naked, yeah. and, and, and you know what? They, pe- people here in Keene know that the town doesn't crumble when it happens. Yeah. Well, I think another important issue is I could walk down the street in a super skimpy bikini top and nobody would say anything. And in all honesty, and I think most men would agree that that's actually more sexy than... Then Mark just plain breasts. Uh, I Mark think disagreed. most guys, I don't know, most guys I've talked to have said that when you can see, like, when you can almost see it but not quite, that mm-hmm. that's more of a turn on than, I totally than agree. just st- straight up breasts. And to, po- to point out that uh, a point, uh, Mark Syphes, one of the pr- my producers, says, what's the point of lingerie then if being naked is sexier? The, the whole point of covering up breasts is to entice and to uh, make curious. That's I, why it's that's not what you like, said. What did I say? You said covering them was more sexy than having them uncovered. That's what we're saying but it's right inaccurate. now. I don't you can cover them with all kinds of things, and that does not make it true. Well, we're saying covering it a little bit, like what That's I'm what using as saying. an example. And you're saying it very well. However, this guy over here who's pointing I at think me like a I'm tight an idiot. T-shirt, I think a tight T-shirt is still sexy for the same reason. You think a tight T-shirt is sexier than a good pair of boobs that are uncovered? Yeah. Julia, what do you think? Well, I think that if I was to walk around with a tight T-shirt and no bra on and you could see my nipples and the outline of my breasts, then yes, that would be a lot sexier than if I was just walking around with no shirt on. I don't see why. I mean, it's similar I, stuff. I don't know. I've it's spoken to guys factor, that, it, yeah. that agree. And obviously there are some people that think otherwise, and that's fine. But right. I think what I was trying to point out is how come I can – could I wear little X tape across my nipples? Is that really the issue is the nipple? Could I show – I don't know. Could I put like two – Pasties on and walk around and not get in trouble. See, I might be willing to do the protest like that. Like if we had mm. some women naked and you know what I mean. To not see that if we they would arrest the naked ones, from. but right, but not the one with pasties on. Because <laughs> what's the difference between that and a skimpy bikini? I don't know. It's it's always bewildered me. Uh, the, the, the whole Puritan obs, uh, obsession over breasts in this country. I think that I think that the repression that so many Americans suffer from because of this Puritan past that we've had makes breasts all the more interesting to the men here in, in America. I I think that if we had the culture that Canada or Europe does, where breasts are no big deal, you know, sex is seen on television, it's no big deal, uh, where that it just they don't have that same mystique to them over there, it's not that the I don't think the obsession would be there. I could be wrong. It's not the obsession. Men are, men are going to be obsessed with women, and women are going to be yeah. obsessed with men, and that's how the the nature of the species. It's the bad and wrong aspect of it's it. It's an unhealthy aspect. Yeah, I, to you think know, there's, there's something wrong with breasts because and you can't have. You know, if tomorrow, bad. if we have this protest and and the Keene City government said, you know, we're going to pass an ordinance that says that women don't have to wear shirts. Great, wonderful. Most women are still going to wear shirts sure because are. in our society, it's more comfortable. However. There are some days where it's really hot, and when wearing a bra, your boobs get sweaty. It's really uncomfortable. If they're big, I've heard that they c- can create some sort of a rash that sounds uncomfortable. There are definitely days where it's really, really hot, and it seems like it would be a great idea to take your shirt off, and you can't. Are pasties going to help with that? No, the pasties would be part of the protest just to point out that how how much... How many, like, what is too little? What's the least amount of clothes I'm allowed to wear? Is it just the nipple coverage? Is that what the issue is? Do you think you can get pasties that look just like nipples? That'd be That's awesome. That's a good question, too. I'll bet you can. <laughs> the Internet's a big place. <laughs>
So, uh, so this is something that's still in the you know discussion phase. But the the objections so far have been that. Uh, that th- th- that this is going to destroy the liberty movement. That uh, this is well, why because this isn't a liberty issue. I'm supposed some to people do... are saying that they're saying it's not a liberty issue. Yes, it's it an is. issue. You're trying to be a libertine and you're trying to offend people, and it's going to hurt. It's going to poison the well for all the people that have done all this hard work in the inside the system. Uh, they're they're very upset by this. That's <laughs> even some of the anarchists. That to me that sounds like. Just you're a prude, and or yeah. you or you have a a sick obs- like over obsession with breasts that you're afraid to come out about, or or you're I just another politico activist who's just looking to blame the uh, blame the civil disobedience for all of your failures. Oh, it's the civil. Oh, they took off their shirts in Keene, so next time something fails, uh, it's all their fault. I'm sure they'll be doing that. I don't know why anyone um, would make you know would make those statements. I'm not going to propose to know whether they're a prude or whether they want to blame people. I would just ask them. I mean, don't. You think it's unfair? Don't you think that's an issue that some, some people have, would get behind? Some might acknowledge that it's unfair, and then what they will, you know, the, the major point I so think. So how has, do we fix that? Is the question? And if you your idea is to work through the system, then maybe I'll be able to take my shirt off in 50 years when my tits yeah. are saggy and ugly. But until then, they, what can we do about it now? It's not the kind of issue that anybody is ever going to get, ex, um, you know, get excited about passing legislation no. on. This is the kind of thing where civil disobedience is absolutely it's ideal, in the, my uh, the the kind of thing that needs to be done. It's 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 done. This is done all over. This is not the first topless protest that the world has ever seen. No. And <laughs> I would also say, if you're a dude out there who says this is a bad idea, pretty much f you because. Because you don't have boobs. You don't know how annoying Absolutely. it is to wear a bra. You don't know how annoying it is when it's really hot outside and everyone can take their shirt off but you. So, screw you. So, the only, uh, the only other objection here, uh, Julia, and you'll have to address it briefly, is the idea that there's just so many people that are against this. That's why it shouldn't be done. Because so many, the majority, say 90% of the people are against this. That's I would what some say people claim. the majority of people are against making heroin legal. Because most people agree heroin is bad. But... That doesn't make it right, and that doesn't mean that just because it's only important to a few select people doesn't mean that it's any less important. If it's important to me, I guess I thought that the liberty movement was all about doing what was important to you personally, and we all have different issues, and and to discredit somebody for what they're doing um, because you don't personally understand or agree with it, to me, just seems silly. It sounds like two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner. Thank you, Miss Julia. I appreciate you sitting in here. We're going to bring Sam back for hour number three and your calls about this or whatever you want. 800-259-9231. Girl power! It's Free Talk Live. You go, Ian. <laughs> DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, it's your show, and you can bring up what you want. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. Oops, Sam's not there yet. Let's try him again. Hey, Sam. 
And Mark. All right. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We'll keep taking your calls about whatever you want. We'll go to Scott in Illinois. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Scott. Scott. Hey, guys. You're on the air. How are you doing? Great. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, this is Scott from InjusticeEverywhere.com. Um, oh, great. I talked to you guys last week uh, with the police misconduct tracking website. Yes, sir. Um, the reason I was calling is because um, last week we published our first ever quarterly report um, with statistics on police misconduct. And as I tried to explain to you guys last time, we're the only organization in the country actually putting numbers on police misconduct because your federal government gave up that job um, in 2002. <laughs> nice. Um, they're not my government. So, what's that? I said they're not my government, but just a minor point. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Um, so anyway, right, we, we started, we, we started uh, tracking these numbers uh, earlier this year, and uh, the second quarter was the first full quarter that we, we collected numbers on. So we, we published our, our quarterly report, and I just wanted to share with you guys some of the numbers that we came up with because I thought they were pretty revealing. By all means. Um, just to give you guys an idea of how we do this, um, we we track stories uh, using uh, uh, the internet to to find stories of police misconduct, and then we we store those stories uh, in a in a database, um, and we use all those stories. So all these all these numbers are coming just from stories that were picked up by news media outlets. Okay. Um, so there so could be more be incidents. We uh, we don't know, of course. The news media only picks up a fraction of these abuse stories. Exactly right. And what we're going to compare them to is the Department of Justice reports on citizen uh, uh, crimes. Um, so the Department of Justice tracks, you know, how, how the rate of which citizens will get accused of crimes, mm-hmm. um, and they publish a report every year. Um, so we took we took the numbers uh, that we got from one quarter and we projected them out for a full year to to, to do an apples to apples comparison of the rate of which citizens are accused of crimes and the rate of which police officers are, police officers are accused of crimes. Interesting. Uh, and what we found out is that as far as violent crime goes, this is uh, your battery, things like that, uh, assault, uh, one out of every 213 citizens will be accused of violent crime, and one out of every 254 police officers will be accused of violent crime. So... The rate is actually higher slightly for police officers over your average everyday citizen. And to keep in mind, these are actual crimes. These are Wait, not, that's that's yeah. not higher. It was one out of 213 for citizens, right? Right. So it's higher right. for the citizen. Right. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Got I'm sorry. it. <laughs> um, but but considering the uh, the police are supposed to be paragons of virtue, uh, there's not a real big discrepancy there. Right. Right. Okay, um, and like I said, these are actual crimes. These are not just like instances where a police gets rough with a guy and it's justified or something like that. That wouldn't be counted. These are actual uh, misconduct charges. Gotcha. Um, okay, so for homicide, we found out that one out of every 17,857 citizens will be accused of homicide. So um, that's, that's a citizen. For the police officers, it was one out of every 1,549 police officers will be accused of a murder, manslaughter, homicide. Um, or a causing a fatality through an active assault or battery. That's a big, pretty big difference there. That is a pretty big difference there. Um, 
And actually, we, we also compared uh, the numbers of citizens, uh, the numbers of uh, police officers that were murdered with the number of uh, murders that police officers commit. And again, these are not um, justified shootings where a police officer is defending themselves, but these are actual uh, crimes or questionable uh, homicides caused by police officers. And uh, when we looked at the whole year, we found out that um, the last time we, we could find numbers was 2007. 164 police officers died. And of those, only 61 Wait, 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 wait. 164 police officers died or were murdered? Because No, that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at here. Okay. 165 police officers died in 2007, and of those, only 61 were actually ruled as homicides. So the other ones would be, uh, you know, Auto actually accidents. the biggest cause of fatality for among police officers is police uh, is, is car accidents. Yeah. So that wouldn't be wouldn't be called included. So there were 61 actual ruled homicides. Um, and if we take our numbers uh, and and spread them out for a whole year, we come up with 568 civilian fatalities at the hands of police officers. So wow. you hear all the time about these stories of uh, police getting killed and they have their giant ceremonies and, and sure. everything like that. Uh, but when a civilian gets killed, you don't really hear a lot about that. Nope. Um, and certainly they don't get near the amount of money spent uh, from the government to to uh, eulogize those people at all. I remember Although there was a story recently with a train that was derailed and it was an awful train accident, and they determined that there was a police officer amongst the dead, and just watching and or hearing about how his body was treated compared to the rest of the victims of that train accident was pretty amazing. I mean, they really rolled out the you know the blue carpet for that guy, whereas everybody else was just kind of shoveled off into who knows where. I think sad. I heard that same story. Yeah. So um, what else could you have to share with us tonight, Scott? Well, the last, the last uh, quick comparison stat that we did was for um, sexual assault and sexually oh related crimes. <laughs> and the number came out to one out of every 1,177 citizens were accused of a sexual crime versus one out of every 944 police officers accused of a sexual crime. So, again... Now, does sex crime... Uh, the, uh, quick question. Does the sex crime category for citizens also include things like peeing in public. I mean, that's how it is in, in a lot of places. If you get caught going pee behind a tree in a park or something like that, because uh, you had to go, that's a sex crime. Does it include uh, all that? Well, you know, I'd actually have to go back and look at the Department of Justice numbers to see how they broke that out, because we're just taking a number right from the Department of Justice report, and I don't have it right yeah, in front of me. They may not even break them. it down. They may just consider it a sex crime because the state considers it a sex crime so i don't know right. how detailed they they get there but something something to consider uh, the next time you're taking a look at those numbers either way uh, interesting any uh, comments gents for scott well i want to know um what are the conviction comparisons <laughs> yeah that's a big difference yeah it is a big difference because as we know the every step of the way police are given a huge benefit of the doubt, of the doubt um for for their uh convictions um you know Either the prosecutor decides not to uh, prosecute them, or the, we have jury bias, where juries will um, let off police officers uh, just because they're police officers. Sure. Um, we don't actually count those numbers um, for that reason. Well, they and must be good the guys. They're they they're wearing a badge and a uniform. They must right. be good guys. Well, well, the thing is, the Department of Justice, when they issue their report, they don't track convictions either. They only track the accusations. Mm-hmm. So in order to do an apples-to-apples comparison, 
we're we're just counting the accusations just like the Department of Justice does. One of the local activists pointed me to a report, and I, I don't remember the name of it offhand, uh, that showed prosecutions at the federal level against police officers who are acting under color of their authority, meaning they're using their badge and their gun to tell you to do something that is illegal. illegal, not a lawful order. And the number of uh, cases that were actually prosecuted by the federal prosecutor, zero. Figures. Hey, Scott, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And Justice Everywhere is his website, uh, dot com. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. The cops, they know they can get away with murder. They know it. And in many cases, they do. In fact, they almost always get away with killing dogs. I know, Mark, you've got a story about that. Another cop killing another dog, another lovable family pet. We'll get to that here in a bit. We're going to take your calls about what you want. If you want to dial in toll-free, you can do so at 800-259-9231. Also, if we get a chance, quick story out of Massachusetts. Mass civil disobedience is going on down there. It's not organized in any way, shape, or form, but uh, it is definitely happening on a widespread basis, and it's pretty exciting. And I I, I think it uh, bodes well for the future. 800-259-9231. We will explain more as uh, the hour goes on. We'll take your calls about anything. SACL CAI toll-free line is 1-800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, it is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Sam. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us, and they include live streams. We've got a broadband version, a dial-up version, and a webcam when it's working. Tonight, uh, the camera decided to... Completely blow up, almost. I mean, it may have been messy. Uh, we opened it up. The battery was really huge. It had the battery had become pregnant looking. Yeah, and not good. Not a good sign. We put a new battery in. Still didn't work. So something's uh, something is dead about our webcam. We will get it replaced uh, when we get a chance. So, uh, but in the meantime, you can enjoy the live streams, and the webcam still has audio, so you can enjoy that too at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Speaking of video, you can go uh, check out thinktwicenews.com. They've got videos about guns, protests, smoking bans, biker rallies, comic conventions, pork fest, homeschooling, mortgages, pirates, hot chicks talking about liberty, and of course, there's the puppet from outer space. It's thinktwicenews.com. 800-259-9231. Right back to your phone calls about whatever you want. We'll go to CJ calling from Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live. CJ. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight, CJ? Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to address that. uh, You guys were talking about how the majority, um, about the the protests for the ladies. Uh, Yes, what about the majority as far as people not wanting to see uh, toplessness? Because that's what the protest idea is, women... Maybe five, ten women going topless uh, in a public place. Yeah, well, um, I got the uh, I got the Murray Rothbard book. Um, I believe it was For a New Liberty. Okay. Um, off Mises.org, it was it was free then. I don't know if it still is, but anyway, um, there was a quote. I'm paraphrasing, but I think it said something about uh, there is nothing sacrosanct about the majority, and lynch mob is the majority in its own domain. Well said. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
majorities have been wrong time and time again in the past. I mean, a majority of people thought that uh, the world was flat at, at one point, and thank goodness right. somebody went around yelling that uh, that he thought differently. Well, I think <laughs> there's there's some validity to the the sort of majority. Thing if you're going to look if you're looking at uh, civil disobedience, I I think that there is some civil disobedience that is it's going to have a better effect on a larger group of people than other civil disobedience. Would you agree, Ian? Probably. Yep. Um, I would so, agree, but I don't think you can always uh, tell up front that this one's going to work and this one's really that one's a bad idea. I don't think you can always tell, but I think you can have a generally good idea. And um, my experience is that. I just I, I uh, from the idea of a, a a women's topless protest it's been done before it's 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 not like this is new ground being covered by the liberty activists here in New Hampshire um and so the yeah, reaction has it been done by liberty activists because the other ones are worried this is going to rub off on them what difference does it make well, they're very concerned. They want to convince these ladies to not do so, so they don't have to well, don't explain we, themselves. Are the ladies going to carry Free State Project uh, banners? Well, no, but you know that they'll be accused of being Free Staters. Some of them will be, some of them won't be. Well, they all might be accused of it, because they all probably will be Free Staters. So, I mean, the, no. so the politicos and uh, apparently some of the anarchists out there are going to be very upset at having to uh, explain to somebody who might be um, offended that uh, brings it up to them. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I I don't know how you're going to approach that. The fact is, it's been done all yeah. over the world. Um, it's it's nothing unusual. Many places in the world, it's fine. I just don't get it. Any other thoughts, CJ? Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, my main my main point for calling was um, I was listening to the podcast for Saturday's uh, edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark was talking about how uh, people like the truthers make the other people who sort of like see that the few are ruling the many, um, it makes them just sort of look ridiculous. And I think it really is counterproductive because, like, everyone who believes in conspiracy of some form or another uh, tends to all be lumped together. So if, you know, I, if I'm talking to a friend about how they're going for a – it's basically a mad dash for, you know, more power – then I'm lumped in, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're you're probably the same kind of group that believes that the weather's being controlled, that kind of thing." Mm, and it's an understandable jump in uh, in conclusions. Uh, it's probably inaccurate in a lot of cases, but uh, yeah, a lot of conspiracy theory people are really into whatever conspiracy theory of the moment happens to be. So it's understandable, and so I agree with you. Any other thoughts, CJ? Uh, well, you know, I mean. You were talking about how uh, people aren't going to like that protest. It's just people, they don't want to catch that thing that you all have, the, the, the free mind. So, if you, you know, just be considerate and wash your hands after you touch a doorknob. I want to spread that. <laughs> Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line across the pond to the U.K. Ziggy is on the line. Hey, Ziggy. Um, i got an irony for you. <clears throat> yes, sir. My, my dressmaker... A woman who makes dresses <laughs> is a naturist. Is a naturist? Okay. Okay, she's a, a nudist. nudist. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but she wouldn't support your protest. She was very sniffy about the naked rambler and his exploits. Now, who is he the naked built... rambler? He's a guy who walks around the length of Britain naked. You've, you've, uh, nice. you've reported on him before. Okay. On, on, on your show. He kept get, getting put back in jail because he would refuse. He would. They would let yep. him out. He would be. Un, he would be naked again, and then they'd put him <laughs> right back into jail. Yeah. Anyways, I have a 
uh, uh, she kind of thinks that uh, you know people should only be naked in certain you know approved spots. I see. I don't. I feel that if a person wants to walk naked down the street, that's their business. I don't really care. Well, uh, should, we, should, should we also have like free speech zones where free speech is only allowed in certain zones of the city? Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Anyway, the only time I wouldn't want to stand next to, uh, stand behind a, a naked person is if they fart, um, because they're not wearing trousers, and you'd get the full guff. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be that big of a trust. I don't know how close you'll be standing. I I have a suggestion which might sound trivial, but actually it has a serious point. You should get a shemale involved in this protest. What do you think? Hey, that's an idea. Now let me explain why. Most shemales are biologically male, but they've had breast implants. Therefore, right. they are men. <laughs> and if men yeah. are allowed to walk around topless, Shouldn't a person with breast implants, who Who's is biologically male, be allowed to walk around? I love it, Ziggy. It. The next time I see one of them, I'll invite them along. I don't see them in Keene, New Hampshire very often, <laughs> but I think it's a brilliant plan. And, boy, you want to talk about really upping the ante on that protest and really upsetting uh, some of these people that are already angry? Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine uh, the, the reaction to, to bringing a she-male out and even in just e- into public and associating with them? My God, they're associating with she-males and transvestites. This is going to ruin the liberty movement. <laughs> um, I, I would like to point out that... There's a gone, man in a dress over there. We've gone from being topless to uh, being naked in public, and to me, that's not uh, an equality issue. What you know, for uh, That's the one issue. You know, We were talking about equality here. I believe that men should have the right to walk around to, you know, men, men have men have currently the legal right to walk around topless, so therefore women should have that same legal right. We, uh, they don't have question. the, uh, you know, we're. I, I think we're going into a whole new arena here when we're talking bottomless. Well, one quick question: Is breastfeeding in public allowed in New Hampshire? I don't. Know. I can't imagine that it would be a problem. Um, just knowing what the uh, the atmosphere is like here, probably. But well, we it's agree it is. Here. Say what, Zig? It's legal here. Excellent. Thank you, Ziggy, for the call tonight. Great points. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. Your thoughts on a topless protest idea? Is it going to be the end of the liberty movement? Will it uh, alienate so many people that liberty will never have a chance in New Hampshire? We're going to have to go to Shanghai to get some lady boys this weekend. More on the way. It is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up anything. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Sam. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com. Features including updates. We will keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com and get on the list free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Off and on, we've been talking about this topless protest idea that is apparently going to drive yet another uh, another wedge in between two groups in the liberty movement here in New Hampshire. Some uh, on one side and some on the other. I mean, I don't see how I I don't see it uh, dr- driving a wedge in, in between these groups. But. Oh man, I don't even think that the the regular politicos have even caught wind of this yet, Mark. I mean, it's only really been discussed on the Freekeen forum, and of course, the Freekeen.com tends to attract more of the uh, the. Uh, the, the folks that are involved in civil disobedience are interested in that kind of thing. So most of the politicos that are hanging out on the New Hampshire Liberty Forum
I probably don't even know this is being planned. I, I imagine we're only experiencing a, a small percentage right now of whatever the future outrage The first um, wave might of, be. of backlash, yep. Now, what I'd like to, to suggest before we continue with the calls here is I think that there are some people here in Keene who are a part of our group who oppose this protest, who've got a great idea that is far more constructive and far more effective, in my opinion, than all of this hand-wringing on the Internet forums. Yadra is, uh, I believe he considers himself a Christian. We've had him on the show briefly in the past. He's uh, he's a a really nice young man, and he's uh, a relatively new mover to the Keene area. Well, he came up with the idea immediately without any complaining. His initial response was, well, I, I disagree with this, and here's what I'm going to do. Instead of getting on the forum and bitching, he's going to do a counter-protest. And what his counter-protest is going to focus on is how that in a world with just private property, this may or may not be likely. In, in a world with private property, this kind of behavior, whether it's going naked or going topless or uh, you know, a public sex act, you know, whatever, anything, however crazy it, it might go off into the future, if it was pu- private property, the private property owner could say, Nobody can be topless on my on my property. Not men, not women, nobody. They could set those rules if they wanted to. But the fact that there is public property means this is a tragedy of the commons. If mom doesn't like the fact that her eight-year-old son can see a pair of uh, breasts as she's driving around, she shouldn't bra- uh, blame the person with the breasts, though she will. Uh, she should blame the fact that it's public property in the first place. And if it's public property, that means that it should be able to be used for those sorts of activities. So I think that that's a constructive way to have a counter-protest and to get your viewpoint out, your opposing view, without just trying to uh, badger the people that are, are going to actually go through with the protest. What do you guys I, think of that? I, I think that's a fantastic idea, especially if he's following you know, right behind the, the march or whatever it turns he out may to be. be. Yeah, it sounds like he's going to be in the close vicinity. How is he going to do this protest against public property or whatever or probably with a sign or something like that i don't know I, i'm sure he'll have like a, a flyer or a sign and then anybody that comes up to talk to him he'll explain himself yeah so the people are going to see this they're going to be outraged and then they're going to be followed up with you know the libertarian principle behind this that says hey if all the private all of the property was private in the first place this wouldn't be an issue this is an unintended consequence of government Now, we are going to have to make that very clear to people because they're not going to get it right up front, just like they didn't get it with the outlaw gardener uh, when uh, Jesse, one of the activists here, decided to uh, bring out a hoe into a public piece of land and start hoeing and put some uh, seeds or try to get to the seeds, but he never got that far. Um, People didn't really get it necessarily that this was about the tragedy of the commons and and why, you know, this this, uh, was wrong for them to arrest him. So it's going to take some explanation, but that's okay. That's all right. We want people to talk. We want people to ask questions. We want the explanations to be given so people can start to come around to the understanding of what's happening. Well, I think that the uh, the public property thing is going to be very difficult to uh, to get that message across. However, the equality between men and women should be a relatively easy, easy thing to get a message to get across. And that's what the ladies will be will be promoting. That's and those of us who will be along with them, the men who will be also topless at the same time. That will be certainly our message, but it'll be up to Yadra and anybody else that joins him in his counter-protest to effectively communicate those ideas. That's constructive. That's a way to get out there and to show people that, hey, we're free staters too, and we think da-da-da-da-da. I like it. 800-259-9231. Let's go to Todd in Michigan on the Amp Line. Todd, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Ian, Mark, and how's it going, guys? And Sam, what's up? 
Hey, uh, I just wanted to comment on this entire topless protest that uh, you guys were talking about for the last 20 minutes or so. Sure. And I just want to let you guys know that I'm all in favor of women showing their breasts in public for any reason at any time at any point in the day. <laughs> and... You know, the the thing is, is that I think the big reason why a lot of men have a very big issue with this is because there's this deeply puritanical um, root in our society, this Christian ideology that the women should be covered up, mm -hmm. that they are property of men, but there's this biblical nonsensical idea that, uh, you know, women are... You know, not to speak, not to uh, show off their beauty. I mean, we don't mind showing uh, naked stone statues in museums when sure. kids are going on field trips and they see naked statues. Right. But the second they see an actual naked woman, oh, my God, everybody turn their head. The children. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember going to those museums as a kid and seeing all kinds of uh, breasts in those paintings. And being very interested in them. Oh, yes. Yeah, and you know what's really interesting about this is that it's all about pretty, pretty, prudery and vanity. You know, that's the, the, the whole point of it all. People are vain, Ian. That's the bottom line. You know, we've got so many vain people in our society that they really have this arrogant idea that, well, women are property. They can't. Um, There's they, they actually can't show in uh, in the, the the marriage ceremony in a lot of marriages. They still have that attitude of you will obey the man. That I don't remember what the exact phrase is. I don't know if it was in your marriage, Mark. You might have ex expurgated it from your uh, marriage. Files. I always fool my uh, fool my wife about it. She's uh, you know I told her that she was she loved you know vowed to love honor and obey. And however uh, that was <laughs> that was actually removed uh, oh, from good. the uh, the vows. Right, but there are still some people that go through with that, and it's very uh, disturbing to me. Todd, I don't know yeah, if that, that the people are actually vain, but I think uh, that this is just what... Oh, I believe we are. I think it's what society has brought people up to believe, and like most things that have to do with the government giving them information, they've just never taken the time to think about it for themselves and, and come to their own conclusion. Any other well, thoughts tonight, Todd? That, well, be that... Be that as it may, I think when, it, when you get right down to it, uh, this is a freedom of speech issue for women across the board, you know, no matter where they are. And my final thought is, you know, if anything, and this is for Julia, uh, Julia, if you were, um, if, it's, if it's legal to show off your breasts, I would say go and show your breasts, you know, even if it means... Uh, getting caught by the cops and thrown into prison or something. What if it means still, a sex offense? The, po the point is, women should be uh, allowed to show off their bodies just as men do in public. And I say, let it be. I'm all for nudity Go in public, even yeah. if you're a nudist. Thank you for that. I appreciate the call tonight. I know there has been uh, some discussion only by one of the activists. I won't name names, but one activist is considering doing a, uh, a full nude protest at, at some point. And, you know, I support that, too. It's public property. If somebody wants to walk around uh, naked, that's their business. 800-259-9231. I, I hope it goes forward. I know that some of the ladies are concerned. They're, they're just now kind of starting to look into the legal ramifications of this. And I thought that the... Uh, it's not lewd and lascivious. Indecent exposure, I think, is the charge that it might be. And I think it's a misdemeanor. 
I'm not positive on that. I'll have to look a little closer. But uh, some of the ladies are concerned that it's going to mean that they're they're going to have to register as a sex offender, which is a very real, uh, I think, realistic concern. But at the, uh, on the other hand, uh, some of them are saying they're willing to do whatever it takes, that they're willing to uh, to go through with this. Maybe we can ask the police and, and find out beforehand what they would uh, charge. It's a possibility. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Either way, things continue to get more interesting as more people show up here in New Hampshire and begin getting active. 800-259-9231. Only moments remain. Enough time for your call if you make it right now. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, your show. You bring up anything, even in these remaining moments. Enough time for your call at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian with you. And Sam. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features we give to you, uh, if you like the show, you might want to help support us by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. Consider it. It's only three bucks a month. We'll take that money in and reinvest it into the show, getting out more radio stations around the country, bringing more internet listeners on board, and exposing new people to the ideas of freedom you can get some perks too like access to the amp only call in lines chat room forum and more amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up to learn more that's amp.freetalklive.com back to your calls we go to dave in montana you're on free talk live dave hello dave hey how you doing what's on your mind tonight Hey, uh, what you guys was just talking about in a roundabout way. The government figures out you empower, you you control woman, you control man. It's one of the oldest stories ever written down, like uh, this half Babylonian story about a half man, half bull warrior. Do they send a woman to him, and mellow him out? That's why, uh, like the temperance movement was all supported by big rich. People and the, got the woman to vote. Yeah, it was. They, they knew. If you ever seen that uh, History Channel, the uh, X versus Y, they show about like what happened in the West. You had all these wild towns. As soon as the women started showing up, they realized that calm the men down. They can make laws and all of this stuff. So, if you empower the woman to a certain point and then control them, you control men. And that's how they kind of keep us down, you know, like... Uh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's not necessarily true uh, both ways. I, I think it's true both ways to some extent, in that there are activists here who would like to engage in civil disobedience, but they have a significant other that would make life much more difficult for them. Oh, yeah, they bought a house. They just got a house. But I think it works that. both ways. I think well, the door swings both ways. The whole system is geared to that, you know, like, to keep keep you down and sure. like, uh, chained and visible chains is what i call them and the biggest link is woman you know because we love them so much and sure but sure. then that's why you know the the one lady took over the can and you know she has you know the woman has a point to step up to the plate and tell the man it's okay to jump up and down and scream i have no idea what you're talking about at this point dave <laughs> well, you lost me completely Jump no, the down. lady with the cannon, it was during this uh, Revolutionary War. I forget her name. Oh, Betty Hackett. Betty. Yeah, just, uh, her husband went out, and, and I guess he got hurt or something, so she yeah, took over. Or... up, yeah, and she took over the cannon and started firing, you know. Betty's she didn't a have... tough gal. 
Yeah, she might not have felt like she had much 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 left to live for at that point. Her husband was uh, was killed, and maybe she really cared that much about him. So. Well, yeah, and freedom, what he was standing for, you know. But uh, I think uh, we got to watch how you empower the woman because that's how the man is controlled. You know? Interesting observations. I'm not sure how well, to respond to it. It's one of the it. oldest stories ever written. I think it's Gilgamesh. Is well, you know, you know what? I think men allow themselves that. You know, uh, if if you're saying that women control men, it's only because men have decided to make that their choice. Uh, in that they uh, value sex so highly that they're willing to basically do whatever is demanded of them. Not all men are that are that way, but I think that's if if they're being controlled, it's it's fully their choice, right? Do you agree with that, Dave? Well, you have Mother Nature to contend with, and you don't fool Mother Nature, you know. Like, and that's uh, you know, thinking with the wrong head. Right. And that's where morality <laughs> comes in, and spirituality and love and respect for the act because it brings forth life. And old chieftains knew that if the tribe got too big, it's hard to control the tribe. So they made rules about how to populate, you know, well, how to populate and all, all kind of ceremonies about controlling that desire. You know, Dave, I think that um, men, just because of the way they're brought up in society, they um, respond a little more with uh, maybe anger or aggression um, or a little more outspoken or, or possibly get upset at things when they don't go as planned, whereas women are a little more um, calm, a little more collected, and let's think things through. And you know, But there comes a time where you have to stand up and, and like, I think now, you know, our Constitution is to the wind, you know. There's, you know, they all talk about being constitutions. I agree with you, Dave, that, that there is a time that people need to stand up, but I think that there's something to be said for that tempering voice, and I have to say that, you know, I appreciate that uh, that Julia has talked some sense into me in a, in a couple of occasions, because oh, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure I'd course. be in jail well, right now that's the whole, <laughs> without her. Uh, the wholeness of, of the oneness when when you become one you know you need both sides of the relationship right and right. i think it's getting to the point where that that breaking point is coming in now we're seeing the ladies begin to right, organize right. their own They're disobedience yeah and thank you for the call tonight dave i appreciate right. hearing from you uh, that, that's where we're at right now where the ladies are saying all right it's time for us to step up here because so far the only uh, real female disobedient has been lauren canario and she's been kind of going in alone and she's been heroic and mm-hmm. and i think uh she's passing you know Kat the torches had passed. some that's the, true some, did it. you know non-compliance but but it's been all uh, single. It's been single, one lady doing something, and it's been very powerful, very powerful, because they're they're so small and uh, you know fragile. Uh, when these cops come and are mean to them, then it's it's much more powerful that way. And I think that when you get a group of ladies together that are going to do something, whatever it is, I don't care if it's going topless or smoking marijuana in public or whatever the the issue, it, it's going to be very difficult for them to be uh, very nasty to these ladies. She's going to have to treat them differently. The government people. Scouring the internet uh, for for the uh, reference that he was talking about uh, with the woman who took over the count. Cannon lady. Cannon. I I did get it finally from Lloyd, one of my uh, geniuses out there that helps me. Um, Molly Pitcher was a nickname given to a woman who may may have fought during the American Revolutionary War. Historians differ on the real identity of Molly Pitcher, even if she existed. Since the various Molly Pitcher tales grew in the telling, historians um, now often regard Molly Pitcher as folklore rather than history. However, Molly Pitcher may have 
be a composite image inspired by the actions of a number of real women. The name itself may have originated as a nickname given to women who carried water to men on the uh, battlefield during the war. This water was not for drinking. It was uh, popular belief, but for swabbing the cannons. And this uh, this woman is uh, you know supposedly the, the wife of uh, William Hayes, perhaps. I don't know. The idea is that she took over the cannon um, at the Battle of uh, Monmouth. Okay, let's go to Chris in India. You're on Free Talk Live. Chris. Chris. Hi. Um, hey, uh, Chris. There are actually two things. I, I am really new to the, uh, I mean, uh, the nude, uh, uh, I mean, like, show, or not show, really, but the demonstration which ladies are going to do, but uh, I have no comments uh, about that right now. You have no the comment one, about uh, the, the topless protest. Okay, what do you want to talk about? Um. That is, uh, I mean, like I did listen to a recording uh, of interview by Jeff Nabel calling to your show. This is the gentleman who yeah. had, uh, he is in India, as you are, and he tore up his passport and made a public proclamation about how he is no longer, uh, no longer desires to be a U.S. citizen and made a big deal out of it and was uh, not arrested. Uh, it was a very interesting situation, and yes, we did have Jeff on. Your thoughts? Yes, I mean, um, there were, uh, I think, uh, uh, he mentioned that uh, the cops did not, uh, I mean, like, arrest him. But in a sense, they did not put him into jail. Uh, there is, uh, there were um, comments which uh, I'm not sure whether uh, it was mentioned in the in the time uh, in, in the uh, call he made, or maybe I might have read his speech. It's getting um, a little bit hard to understand. It's difficult. I'm sure there's a language barrier here, and the phone is a little muffled. What were you saying? Can you try that one more time? Uh, yes, um, the, the, there were comments made by the cops there, which saying that, uh, yeah, Bharat Mata will take care of you. And uh, he said, uh, yeah, I mean, like, when he, he, he's alone, he was allowed to say. Right, uh, the, say, uh, they didn't arrest him, and they told him that he was a free man in India, and if they needed, uh, if he needed anything, to give him a call. Yes, uh, at the time, they did address something called, like, what they used term, like, Bharat Mata, I'd say, Statist ideology, so which comes from the, uh, the uh, I mean, like freedom fight when British ruled India. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, what happened was they removed the uh, Brit rule and uh, replaced with Indian rule. So, what are you saying that uh, the Indian government has almost carved out a special status for people who wish to follow this route? I'm sorry. Has the Indian government carved out kind of a special status for people who wish to renounce citizenship or, or you know, follow Gandhi's uh, path? Uh, no, uh, I was basically trying to uh, say that uh, the the origination of uh, the reaction of the cops uh, mm-hmm. uh, who said that, okay, Bharat Matha will take care of you. See, they have the sentiment to coordinate it from... Uh, I cannot understand. I'm sorry. I can't understand. We're out of time anyway. I I, I appreciate the call and the attempt. Uh, We did our best. 800-259-9231. Would have been the number, but we're out of time, so I don't know why I gave it to you. Anyway, it's been Ian here with you. And Sam, I am. And Mark. And we will return tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public. 
like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet! And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.